wherever you are tonight whether you are in your house or in your car or in your office just join us let us pray for a few minutes before the word madakado zibrado zabakande you are welcome makande lebo shabrado sibiandalala bakande re kabalala ba zikadabariande renda makando mo shadaba robakadabayande randa makande miandalala ba pray committing tonight's service into the hands of the lord pray wherever you are the lord speak to me tonight speak to me tonight speak to me tonight give me a word in season give me a word in season in the name of jesus just pray that lord give me a word in season speak to my heart speak to my situation speak to my time speak to my season this night in the name of jesus as we are joining the service just pray for yourself that lord speak to me lord speak to me lord speak to me give me a word give me a word give me a word give me a word in season give me a word in season give me a word that applies to me a word that applies to my season a word that will help me through this season that i find myself in wherever you are tonight just pray Pray, just pray, just pray. Pray in your room, pray in your hall, pray in your bedroom, pray in your kitchen, pray in your car, wherever you are. Pray for tonight, pray. Just pray that Lord, as we come into the service, we pray for a word, we pray for a word, we pray for a word, we pray for a word. For you sent your word to heal them, you sent your word and you healed them and delivered them from all their distractions. I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, send us a word tonight that will bring healing, a word that will deliver us from our distractions, a word that will bring clarity to our confused world and our confused state in the name of Jesus a word that will direct us, a word that will strengthen us, a word that will guide us in the name of Jesus as we pray oh God um, we are praying for our online listeners, our online members our online church members who have joined us tonight, um, unfortunately we couldn't come together in a building but Lord as a church we are with you wherever we are for your word makes us know that you, our body is the temple of the most high God and we believe that you dwell in our body and in our spirit as we pray tonight what we are praying for is that Lord touch them that are with us them that are not in the room them that couldn't come them that are not allowed to come but are watching us from their homes from their offices from their shops from their cars from their communities I pray in the name of Jesus that you would send your word to heal them you send your word to touch them you send your word to deliver them you send your word to bring breakthrough into their lives in the name of Jesus send your word oh God tonight send your word use me as a vessel use me as a vessel use me as a a vessel tonight to touch lives to touch them that are sick them that are well them that are watching them that are just listening i pray in the name of jesus anybody who hears the sound of my voice anybody who hears the word that we are preaching and speaking tonight i pray lord that you will send your hand you will touch them wherever they are let there be deliverance let there be breakthroughs let there be healing let there be a turn around in the lives of them that will be watching and listening in the name of jesus we thank you for the rohi church we thank you for the nation ghana we thank you for the leadership in place. We thank you for the wisdom you have given unto them. For the decisions that they have taken, oh God. We believe in the name of Jesus that whatever it is, it is for your own good that this thing has happened. It is for the, for the, be, for the goodness of our life that this thing has happened. We thank you, oh God. We bless your name. We worship you. We honor you. We exalt your name. Thank you for the nation Ghana. Thank you for the church. Thank you for the people. Thank you for our leadership. Thank you for decision makers. Thank you, oh God, that you are guiding them to do what is right for the country and for our churches and for your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, Father, we believe that as we have been told not to gather as a church and as a people 
this would also work for our good in the name of Jesus. For your word, O oh God, says that all things work together for our good. For them that are called according to your name, I pray in the name of Jesus that let this one also work together for our good. Let them that are home, O oh God, receive a touch. Them that are driving, receive a touch. Them that are seated, receive a touch. Them that are walking, receive a touch. Them that are hearing, receive a touch. Them that are watching, receive a touch. I pray in the name of Jesus that tonight will not be a time that is wasted, but it will be a time well spent in your presence, in the name of Jesus. Father, let your presence be with everybody. Let your presence be with everybody. This is the time that God, we need you to teach our people. Teach our people to know that your presence is not only found in a temple. Your presence is not only found in a building. Your presence is wherever the name of the Lord is mentioned. For he said that when the name of the Lord is mentioned, there is salvation. I pray in the name of Jesus, wherever anybody is and is mentioning your name tonight, let there be salvation. Let there be your presence. Let there be a manifestation. Let your spirit flow and let there be a flow of your anointing in the place. We glorify you. We honor you, O oh God. And I ask, O oh God, that you give me the tongue of a ready writer in the name of Jesus. The tongue of a learned, O oh God, um, that I'll be able to speak a word in season that will bless the lives and the souls of the men and the women that have gathered and are listening to me and to listening to your word on social media. God, Father, we thank you. We bless you. We exalt you. We honor you. May your name be praised. May your name be praised. May your name be praised. In Jesus' name, we say God bless you for tuning in tonight. We are grateful to God for the opportunity to come to you, to come to you from the Rohi Church. We are actually um, broadcasting live from the altar from the church that you are always used to and where you have always been listening to, we realize that doing it from our office or our bedroom would change the atmosphere that you have been conversant with. So we decided that let's come and stand in the church, even if it's empty, let's stand in the church and broadcast this thing from the church. And that's why we are here doing it from church. Some of the times we'll do it from the office, we'll do it from home. But tonight, we decided that since it is the first night that we are broadcasting, Let's do it from the same place so that uniformity and consistency will be our portion. Greetings, fellow Rohites and our social media members who are watching and listening now and those who will be listening and watching tomorrow. Um, welcome to our first fully online service under the auspices of coronavirus. Unfortunately, because of um, coronavirus, we've had to um, do an online service. But I believe that it is, it is the same as what used to happen, what happened in the, in the book of Acts, where the apostles and the, and the believers at the time met in houses and, and, and they were under a lot of execution and a lot of distress. And so they met in homes, they met in smaller groups, they met underground and all of that. I think that we are also in a time like that where our, our life is under a lot of threat and our health is under a lot of threat and all because of one virus and so we have also decided that we we have to also act like the like the people in the book of acts so flow with us and don't disconnect don't disengage don't say that because i'm not in the building called the rohi church or i'm not in the building called the church it means that we, we we are not in the presence of god or we cannot do anything as long as you are calling the name of the lord almighty and you are listening to his word and you are reading his word wherever you are believe god and receive his presence in the name of jesus I, I want to speak to you briefly on a, on a message I've entitled, Surviving the Times. 
surviving the times surviving the times um prior to this season we're talking about dominance and we're talking about um wisdom to live and all those things but i believe that um with this season that we have entered one of the things that we need to hear is how can we survive how do we survive how do we go through this season and come out at the end of the season because it's a season and it will pass it's a short time that we are going to go through this and it will pass we believe in all the prophecies that have been spoken that this one will end by the end of the month and this one is not going to go far and this one is not going to last we are also adding our voice to the same prophetic word that this one is not going to last this one too shall pass in the name of jesus if you believe it and you are watching just say amen on facebook and then everybody will know that you are with us so I'm talking about the surviving the times. And I'm saying that perilous times are here. We, we find ourselves currently as a church, as a nation, as a people, we find ourselves in perilous times, difficult times, hard times and harsh times. And, um, and, and these are the times that some, some places have been mentioned in the Bible where the Bible says that in the last days, let's, let's just quickly go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 2 Timothy 3 1 the Bible says that in the last days um, let me just turn quickly 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 the Bible says this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come so know it it is something that, that a message that we have been given already that in these last days perilous times shall come very difficult times, very dire times, very hard times, very harsh seasons will come. And what we find ourselves in today and where we find ourselves now in this month and this past month and this year, I mean this first part of the year, there are perilous times, difficult times, harsh times. But you know, the Bible gives us how we can live through these perilous times, how we can survive in these perilous times, what we can do to be able to survive and come out victorious at the end of these perilous times. Let's jump to verse 14. Let me show you something quickly. Verse 14. Verse 14. The Bible says in the same second Timothy verse 14. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. Continue thou in the things. Continue. Continue in the things which thou hast learned. So don't, don't try to do anything new. Don't do anything different from what you have known already. Don't stop reading the Bible. You have always known that you need to read the Bible. The Bible says, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. Continue. And has been assured of. These are things that have been tried. These are things that have been tested. And the Bible is saying that, yes, we are in perilous times. But let us continue doing what we have already been doing. Continue with how we were already operating. Continue walking the way we were walking. Continue loving God the way you were loving God. Continue following God the way you were following God. Continue doing the things that we have been used to doing. So it says that, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. So what the Bible is saying is that, in spite of the perilous times, continue in the things that you have learned Continue in the things that you have been taught. Continue in the things that you know. Continue in the things that we have tested. The things we are assured of. Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Means that the person you learned it from is a credible source. The person you learned about is a credible person. 
The place you got the information is a credible information. So don't change anything. Just continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. Continue. So the fact that you are in the house and not gathering in church does not mean that we stop praying. The fact that we are no more gathering in church or in a building does not mean we should stop evangelizing. The fact that we are no more gathering in a building does not mean we should stop reading the Bible. It does not mean we should stop worshiping God. It does not mean when you wake up in the morning, you should not worship God. Open your mouth and sing. Coming into the building is just one part of it. But the main thing is with you, when you are on your own, what you are, who you are when you are alone, that is who you really are. So if you are a Christian and you call yourself a Christian, then now that we are not coming together, is the time that you prove your Christianity. Is the time that you prove your love for God. Is the time that you show that of a truth. It is not because we come into a building that we call ourselves Christians, but we call ourselves Christians because we are following Christ and we are living like Christ and we are following Christ and we are talking like Christ. We are following Christ and we are operating like Christ. So we are admonished in the word of God that in the last days like these difficult, dangerous, uncertain and disconcerting times will come. But even though it didn't mention coronavirus, you realize that the dangers of this season is similar to what the Bible was talking about. Hallelujah. Meaning these times are for us to know how much we have learned. So, so for, for me, for me, this is a time that I am testing myself to see what I know about the word of God. This is the time that I'm testing the church to know how much we know about God. This is the time that the, the, our churches, our Christianity, our lives are being tested to see if we really took in anything at all. Because the Bible says, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. The question is that, did you learn anything? Have you learned anything? If you didn't learn anything, you haven't learned anything, there's nothing you can continue there is nothing you can continue. So brother, sister, father, mother, whoever you are listening to me, one of the things that the Bible, then one of the things that we are being tested now is whether we have learned anything at all. Did you learn anything whilst you were going into the building? Did you learn anything whilst we were following? Did you learn anything whilst you were coming to church? The Bible is saying that whatever you learned, now that you are not coming together, continue in the things that you have learned. Continue in the things that you have learned. Continue in the prayer that you are praying. Continue in the prayer that you were taught to pray. Continue in the Bible reading that you were taught to read. Continue in the things that you have been taught to do. Continue in those things. This is not the time for fear. It's not the time for confusion. It's not a time for distress. Because fear has torment. And fear is not of God. So you are not permitted to be afraid. Because this season will pass. To survive this period... To survive this period, I was thinking about it. I was asking God, how do we survive this period? What do we do to survive this period? And whilst I was thinking about it, a verse dropped into my spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24 dropped into my spirit. And that's the verse that talks about the fact that Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ, one man, he is the power and the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians 1.24 But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, so unto that, those of us who have been called, both Jews and Greek, Jesus Christ, or Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So unto us that have been called, we are 
unto us, Jesus Christ unto us is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So for us, Jesus Christ is not one thing. It's not one person. It's not one dimensional. Unto us, the Greeks and the Jews, that's what the Bible is saying, that unto them which are called, I am called. I believe that you listening to me, you are called. I believe that you watching me, you are called. I believe that you hearing me, you are called. Whether you are hearing me tonight or you'll be hearing me tomorrow morning, what message I'm giving you is that you have been called and so you find yourself in 1 Corinthians 1 24 but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God so Christ appears in two forms to them that have been called is the power of God and the wisdom of God unfortunately most of the time when we are supposed to exhibit Christ we exhibit just one side sometimes we exhibit just the power of God in prayer we exhibit just the power of God in laying on of hands we exhibit the power of God in in, in fasting we exhibit the power of God in power dimensions and and power manifestations but we don't exhibit the wisdom there are times too that we exhibit just the wisdom of God but no power so you hear people speak very deep things you hear people say very wonderful things but there's no power back in it but when you read this verse you understand that Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God so unto those that are called he is the two so when I was listening I was, I was listening to my spirit I was talking to God about this situation that how are we going to survive this situation then the verse came to me 1 Corinthians 1 24 to survive this period we must apply Jesus to survive this period, brother and sister, apply Jesus. Apply Jesus. Apply Jesus. And applying Jesus is talking about the double dimensional performance of Jesus. The double dimensional appearance of Jesus. The double dimensional manifestation of Jesus. That is what we are supposed to apply. So it talks about applying the power of God and applying the wisdom of God. Apply the power of God and apply the wisdom of God. Let's just, because of time, let me just quickly take the power of God for a few minutes and then I'll take the wisdom and then I can leave you to go and relax tonight in prayer. Jesus Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So I'll tackle the power side. Number one, to survive this period, the first thing that you must do under power is prayer. The first thing that we must do under power is prayer. If you want to survive the season that we find ourselves, where we are not supposed to come together, we are not supposed to um, be a lot together, we are not supposed to come and do the things that we normally do to keep ourselves strong and from falling, and we are also under this attack of this evil spirit, the first thing that any sensible Christian, whether you are in the know or not, the first thing that you must begin to do is prayer. 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 Don't negate prayer. Don't take away prayer. It is the power of God. Prayer is what manifests the power. It manifests the power. This is the time to draw closer to God in prayer and in humility. And with Bible study, this is the time. This is the time. We are praying to show our dependence on God and the fact that he's already said if we pray, he will hear and heal our land. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. 2 Chronicles 7 14. It says that if my people who are called by my name, Second Chronicles 7.14, Chronicles 7.14, quickly, Second Chronicles 7.14, let me just turn quickly, Chronicles 
if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways so god himself is telling us if my people who are called by my name they are called christians will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land he will hear from heaven he will forgive our sin and he will heal our land. This is the time for prayer. This is not the time for relaxation. This is not the time to shut down. This is not the time to forget about it. This is the time for prayer. This is the time to spend your time in prayer. This is the time you draw closer to God. He says that if my people who are called by my name, we qualify. We qualify because we are called by his name. We are called Christians. If we are called by his name and we humble ourselves, number one, we pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. He says that I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Our land is sick. Ghana is sick. America is sick. The world is sick. We have been captured by a disease. A disease that is wiping people out. That is clearing people out. That is finishing families. That is finishing marriages. That is killing fathers. Separating children from parents. Separating parents from children. Doing everything that the word of God is against. That is what the disease is doing. Our land is sick. And if we want our land to be healed, he says that if my who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face we have not sought the face of God for too long now that we have been told not to gather it is time for us to seek the face of God it's time for us to humble ourselves and go back to our God and call upon him and say we are sorry we missed our way we left you we went our own ways we are coming back to you we repent we humble ourselves and we ask that you forgive us and heal our land and he says that if we do that I will hear from heaven I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land Facebook we want God to heal our land this is the strategy this is how we must go this is what he's saying this is what he's saying. It is not time to sleep. It's not time to be afraid. It's not time to be frantic. It's not time to panic. It's not time to do all of those things. It is what the devil is expecting. The devil is expecting us to panic. It's expecting us to be afraid. It's expecting us to run away. But I came to tell you that that is not what will solve the problem. If we will survive the times, we will survive by prayer. If we will survive the times, we will survive by drawing closer to God. If we will survive the times, we will survived by seeking the face of God he says that if we turn from our wicked ways we seek his face in humility we call upon him he will hear us from heaven and he would answer our prayer by healing our land by healing our land Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 Isaiah 53 verse 5 Isaiah 53 verse 5 and then James 5:15 James 5:15 says that the prayer of faith shall save the sick James 5:15 talks about the fact that it is the prayer of faith not not it is not it is not the medicine yes medicine is good but prayer is superior medicine is good we will take we will take the medicine the med- actually the prayer is what will bring the medicine to pass we are looking for answers we are looking for vaccines we are praying that father let the vaccine be found And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So prayer is the first thing that we are supposed to be doing. Prayer. Prayer. Number two. Number two. It's just a quick one I'm giving you. 
Number two, I need you, to, I, need, I need for Ghana, listening to me, to practice the word that we are hearing. Says that we should continue, continue in these things that we are hearing. Continue. Prayer. Prayer is number one. Number two, I wrote here, feed your faith. Feed your faith. Rohites that are listening to me and all those who are listening to me on Facebook, feed your faith. This is the time to starve your fear and feed your faith. It's the time to start giving food to your faith so that your faith will rise up. Your faith will become stronger. Your faith will manifest. Your faith will be bold. Your faith will be strong. That whenever anybody says anything contrary to your faith, your faith will rise up and say something back. Speak. Feed your faith. Strengthen your faith. Put some fire in your faith. Romans 10, 17 talks about the fact that faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. This is the time that we hear the word of God. This is the time that we soak more of the word of God so that faith will become stronger in us. So that our faith will rise. Our faith will rise. Our faith will become stronger. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As long as we are hearing the word of God, our faith will be rising. And this is the time that we need faith. This is the time that you hear that somebody is dead. You hear that somebody has been infested. You hear that somebody is in the hospital. You hear that somebody is manifesting the disease. All you hear is bad news. All you hear is evil news. All you hear is bad tidings. But this is the time that you must find your way into a place where you can hear the word of God, where you can build your spirit with the word of God, where you can hear something positive that will tell you that my son, it is well with you. My daughter, you will come out of this thing stronger than you went in. My son, let the weak say I am stronger and let the poor say I am rich. This is the time we must be hearing the word of God for faith to be built up. Build up your faith. Build up your faith. This is the time to feed your faith and starve your fears. Watch your language. Watch your company. Watch what you see. Watch what you hear in times like this. Mark 4.24 Watch what you hear. Watch what you hear and how you hear and the things that are ministered unto you. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. This is the time that you don't open your ear to everybody. Take heed. Be very selective of the things that you hear. Because somebody can speak to you and you would think that you are just about to die. Another person can speak to you and give you hope. This is the time that you listen to who is giving you hope. Who is strengthening you. Feed your faith and starve your fears. Feed your faith. Feed your faith. And then the, the, the third thing I want to share with you, I want to give it to you. So number one, I said that your prayer life must increase. Number two, I said that we must begin to feed our faith and starve our fear. Because fear is of the devil. Fear is of the devil. The third thing that I want you to do is fellowship. It's fellowship. It's almost as if I'm saying something different from what the president has declared. I am saying that it is fellowship. Fellowship, I'm talking about, don't isolate yourself totally. Physically, you can be isolated. But socially and spiritually, stay connected. You can be isolated physically. The fact that you are isolated physically does not mean that spiritually and socially too, you must be isolated. 
Actually, I have seen people get stronger even in isolation. I've seen relationships get stronger. I've seen friendships get stronger. I've seen people develop their friendship even in isolation and yet their friendship gets better. Let's not use the excuse of this rule and this law or this directive and start disintegrating ourselves, start separating ourselves and becoming isolated. It is time to be isolated physically but spiritually and socially let's never allow isolation don't allow isolation the devil thrives in isolation the devil is looking for your isolation the devil is looking to isolate you to finish you the devil actually needs you to separate yourself so that he can finish you if only you can isolate yourself the devil will finish you that is the reason why it is in your best interest not to isolate yourself don't allow the devil to push you out onto the street. Don't allow the devil to push you out into the corner. Don't allow the devil to do that to you. Stay connected on the videos. Stay connected on WhatsApp. Stay connected on social media. Stay connected on the Rohi line. Every time we'll be sending messages. Every time we'll be preaching. Every time we'll be sharing up to the minute word of God. That will change your life. That will stabilize you. That will help you through this season. This is the time to stay connected. Stay connected socially. Stay connected spiritually. Stay connected online. Don't allow this directive to keep you isolated, even spiritually. We have been isolated physically. But spiritually, socially, online, technologically, we must be stronger together. We must stay closer together. Hebrews 10.25 Do not forsake the assembly of yourself together as the manner of some is. Don't forsake the assembly of yourself together. So if you are not going to come here physically, which I would, I would not allow, I would want you to stay online. Be with us. Let's communicate online. Let's be together. Let's be together. Let's be together. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together online. As the manner of some is. But exhorting one another. When we come together online, we come together on WhatsApp, we come together on Facebook, we exhort one another. Like tonight, I'm exhorting you. I know that somebody will send a message that I also read to be exhorted. And so much the more as we see the day approaching, we are in a day that is dangerous. It is not time for isolation. Don't be isolated. If you cannot be there physically, and you must not be there physically, be there online, be there socially, be there spiritually. Keep the connection. Keep the connection. Talk to your pastors. Speak to them. Don't disengage. Talk to your pastors. Call them. Call them. Send them messages. Send them information. Send them encouragement because they are also sending you back. Stay connected. Stay connected. This is the time. The devil is looking to scatter us. The devil wants to scatter us. But we shall not be scattered. We will not be scattered. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. In 5, 10 minutes I'll be, I'll be done. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Quickly. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Two are better than one. So don't, don't disconnect. Two are better than one. Don't disconnect. Jump to verse 12 for me quickly. Verse 12. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. All talking about staying together. Stay together. Online, stay together. Socially, stay together. Let's be connected on WhatsApp. Let's be connected on Facebook. Let's be connected online. Don't come to my house. Don't come to the church. Don't come to my office. But let's stay connected. 
we are praying for you you are praying for us we are looking after you we are interceding on your behalf we are praying and lifting up your name unto the presence of God. We are asking God to take care of you and protect you and ensure that no evil befalls you. As we pray for you, you pray for us. As we sing to God on your behalf, sing to God on our behalf. Let's engage, let's communicate, and let's help each other. This three points is under the power dimension. Now, let me look at the wisdom. When it comes to the wisdom dimension, we have been given certain instructions that we must follow. Let's not say that as for me, I am a spiritual man. I am a spiritual man. There's no evil that will befall me. I can pick up serpents and scorpions and nothing will happen to me. I can drink poison and nothing will happen to me. That is power without wisdom. That is power without wisdom. Most of us operate power without wisdom. Some to operate wisdom without power. We are talking about combining the two. So as you have operated the power spoken by faith, go and apply the wisdom. The wisdom says wash your hands. Wisdom says, wash your hands. Brother, sister, listening to me, wash your hands. Wisdom says, wash your hands. It says that keep the soap on your hands for at least 20 seconds. Do it. Wash your hands properly. Wisdom says, don't be hugging people. Stop hugging people. You are not the only one who loves everybody. We all love each other. If you love me when you meet me, don't try to hug me. If you try hugging me, I'll say that you hate me, you don't like me. If you love me, when you see me, don't try to give me five. If I redraw my hand, don't say that pastor doesn't like me. You must be a witch if you want to hug me at this time. It's not because I don't have faith. It's just wisdom. Jesus Christ, the power and wisdom of God. I have operated the power. Now let me operate the wisdom. He says that when somebody's coughing, they must cover their mouth. Cover your mouth when you are coughing. It's that simple. That is wisdom. So don't say that, hey, um, the pastor's anointing. A pastor, dear, when he coughs, the anointing inside is very good. So when your pastor is even coughing, you have opened your mouth. That is foolishness. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. If it's handkerchief that you use, use it and throw it away. Don't keep it around you. It is disease that you are caught in. Learn how to wash your hands. Learn how to cover your mouth. Get a hand sanitizer. Don't carry, uh, as for me, I, as for the sanitizer, me, I don't want to carry it. I carry anointing oil. You carry anointing oil. You carry anointing oil. There are people who like even using anointing oil. They are not using anointing oil now. The time for using sanitizer, I'm carrying anointing oil. Wisdom, not power. We have exhibited the power. Now let's put wisdom in place. Clean. Be clean. Cleanse yourself. Wash your hands. Don't hold hands. Don't hold hands. Don't hug. Don't, don't, don't just walk around hugging people. Don't just go into, into a group that is too many people. Keep the social distance. All these instructions all over Facebook. It's all over WhatsApp. It's everywhere. Use it. It is for Christians. It's for unbelievers. It's for Muslims. It's for everybody. Use it. It is just the wisdom of God. It is God's wisdom that has given us this directive that we wash our hands. When you go out and you come in, wash your hands. When you meet somebody, you get back, wash your hands. Get your sanitizer. You may mistakenly, you shake somebody's hand, pull out your hand sanitizer, clean your hands. When you are coughing, cover your mouth. Not with your hand, but with your, with your sleeve. All of these things are things that we must do as wise people to stay alive. Don't be in a group. Don't go for funerals. 
funeral, 200 people gathered, sharing diseases. Don't go there. Don't go to the pubs. They will share diseases for you. Don't go to all the places that... Don't even go to church. If you have to be together, 20, 50, 40, 100 people together, it can create problems. So let's be, let's be wise. Let's be wise. Let's be wise. And the, the final thing I would mention to you is that you don't know who is carrying it. You don't know who is carrying it. So everybody's a suspect. Don't say, oh, as for this, my friend, he's very clean. So by all means, if I, even I hug him, nothing will happen. You don't know where they are coming from. So let's be wise. Let's be wise. Let's be wise. Let's be wise. Let's be intelligent. Let's use the power and the wisdom of God. The power is great, but let's add the wisdom. And I believe that as we use the power and the wisdom of God, our life will be saved and will come out of this season and will be stronger in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to us on Facebook. I believe that your life has been blessed, your life has been touched. Before I leave, I would like to pray with you and then we would also um, put our um, mobile money accounts over there for you. If the Lord touches your heart and you want to sow a seed, which I believe you must, because nobody sows seeds and goes empty. I believe that you should sow a seed on, um, on our social media platforms and God will bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and I thank you for them that gathered tonight to listen to your word and for them that you have spoken unto. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you bless their hearts. And Father, I pray I come against the spirit of coronavirus and any virus that is flying in the atmosphere. I pray that you heal them that have been infected and you deliver them that have been kidnapped in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak against every act of the enemy, every terrorizing spirit in the atmosphere. We pray that let your children, O oh God, be covered. We soak them in the blood against attacks, against any infection in Jesus' name. Let the power and the wisdom of God appear in our lives and let it be effective in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for being on Facebook. Um, we'll come to you again next week and we'll come to you again on Sunday morning. Um, Sunday morning will be, we'll be online at 9 o'clock and then next week, Tuesday evening, 7 o'clock, we'll be here again. And if possible, along the days, we'll be speaking to you again. But just stay tuned. Anytime um, you hear that we are coming online, just join us and I believe that God will speak to you. God richly bless you and thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye-bye.